I'm your host, Neil, and you are listening to Memorial Battles of World War II and the Men Who Led Them. This episode is about the Battle of Britain. After the Battle of France, Britain was alone against Germany, except for getting some supplies from the United States. Britain was now led by Winston Churchill instead of Neville Chamberlain. Churchill rejected peace offerings by Germany, so Germany decided it had to knock Britain out of the war. The Germans developed a plan for this called Operation Sea Line. To put this plan into action, Germany first had to destroy Britain's air force. Britain's air force was called the RAF, which stood for Royal Air Force. The Luftwaffe, Germany's air force, was dispatched to face it. Though the Luftwaffe had a huge superiority in numbers, the RAF had radars, which could detect where German planes were so they could face and surprise them. The RAF divided their forces into four parts. The first was called 11th Group, worked to protect London and the south of Britain, and was commanded by Keith Park. The second was called 10th Group, protected the southwest and gave planes to 11th Group, and was commanded by Quentin Brand. It was formed shortly after the start of the battle. The third was called 12th Group, protected the middle of Britain and was commanded by Trafford Leigh Mallory. Finally, the last group was called 13th Group and protected the northern top of Britain. It was commanded by Richard Saul. The overall command of the British Air Force was given to Hugh Dowding. The Luftwaffe was commanded by Hermann Goring. No one was really the most important person in the Battle of Britain. The Luftwaffe used Storengriff, or nuisance raids, which were small bombing raids that sometimes only included one bomber, to try and figure out the RAF tactics. The Germans were able to figure out that they should carry lots of small bombs instead of a few big bombs, and it succeeded in training pilots, but it allowed the RAF to figure out Luftwaffe tactics not the other way around like the Germans wanted. The first significant nuisance raid was on the night of June 18th, when in all, raids included a little bit more than a hundred bombers attacking. The nuisance raids continued until early September, but had mostly stopped by July 16th. From July 4th to August 12th, the Luftwaffe started attacking ships carrying supplies to different parts of Britain that were coming in using the English Channel. The Germans were able to sink lots and lots of ships. Because so many of the coal ships carrying coal to different parts of Britain were lost in these attacks, Britain decided to move coal by rail instead. However, the Luftwaffe lost more aircraft than the RAF, and the attacks also gave the RAF experience. The main attack by the Luftwaffe started on August 13th. This was preceded by an attack against British radar stations on August 12th. The Germans were able to temporarily damage the radar system, but by the end of the day it had been repaired. This showed the Luftwaffe it would be hard to destroy the radar stations, but the Luftwaffe refused to destroy the power stations, which would make the radars useless. From August 13th to 15th, many German bombers were shot down because they were not escorted well when raiding Northern Britain, which the Germans thought would be lightly defended. On August 18th, the Luftwaffe lost the most aircraft in the battle and had to withdraw the Junkers U-87, or Stuka bombers, from the battle. 
The RAF suffered their heaviest losses on August 18, too. The Germans attacked Biggin Hill, a British airfield, on August 18th unopposed, so they assumed that the RAF had been, RAF had been destroyed. Therefore, since the Germans' plans said that factories and military targets should be attacked after the RAF was destroyed, Germany started attacking places instead of the RAF. Many attacks were made on London suburbs, and some aircraft factories were damaged or even destroyed. On August 24th, Germany started focusing their strength on attacking RAF bases on airfields. Though the Luftwaffe was able to bomb many airfields several times, they they did not stop the RAF. Luftwaffe pilots that were shot down also almost always got captured or killed. In contrast, RAF pilots whose planes were shot down were able to parachute down to Britain so that they could fly a plane again. Therefore, the Luftwaffe started having a shortage of pilots, while the RAF was able to keep getting pilots from their empire. On August 30th, the Blitz started. The Blitz was a German attack which bombed Britain. This actually helped the RAF because it was rapidly losing planes and it could not have lasted much longer. Also, because the Germans were bombing Britain instead of fighting the RAF and they had more bombers than the available fighters could protect, German bombers were easily destroyed. On September 15th, or Battle of Britain Day, almost 60 German aircraft were destroyed. On September 17th, Operation Sea Line was cancelled. Though the Battle of Britain and the Blitz continued until October 31st, the British had won the battle. This battle was important because it made the Germans not invade Britain, because if they had, the British would most likely have lost. of World War II and the men who led them. Next time, we will talk about the events in the African campaign from August 1940 to July 1942.